one's cheaper than this one. Welcome to another episode of the Child Care Bar and Grill Podcast. I'm Jeff Johnson coming to you live from my deck. I'm here with Danita Dinger. Say hi, Danita. Hi. hi and Danita. Lisa Murphy. <laughs> Woo-hoo! We are going to be talking. The episode today is called Hiring. Um, Lisa, you got a little, a little rant on I this, do, and then we'll I go do, from and there. You know what? And I'm, hold on. Say something before I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it up. I, I'm looking at my... Hold on, it's on here. Dun, so a frog dun, walked dun, into a bar. Dun, 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 I know. Hold on. Dun, 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 Here it is. Dun. Oh, there she is. She got it. So little Miss So and So didn't come back from lunch on Friday. So you put an ad on Craigslist, and thank God somebody replied and was able to come in for an interview. And <gasps> sweet, she has a pulse, and <gasps> we're on a roll. She can actually read and complete the job application, and <gasps> she can start on Monday. And can you believe it? The lady at the resource and referral agency said she'll stay an extra 10 minutes to get her fingerprinted for you. And bonus, your super secret in at the police office says she doesn't have a local record. And <gasps> oh my God, it is still early enough to reach a couple of her references. <gasps> Hired success or is it hmm. that's my rant it's uh it's sad but, but true. way too often this profession that's how how it happens yep. um and in the let them play book we we make the point that if you do not trust somebody wholeheartedly trust them don't hire them well i would hope both of you know where i'm going with this Key to the house. The key to the house. Key to yeah. the car. And that was a previous episode. Yes. Um, and, and and we don't we, we need to implicitly trust people. Uh, if we are asking people to trust us as professionals with their children in our programs, we need to trust fully, completely to the to the core of our being, the people that we hire. Now, um, I spent 16 years as a as a center director, and I had to hire and fire people along the way. And I've 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 made all the mistakes you can make because sometimes the resume comes in and they look good on paper and they say all the right things and the references say – I mean if they're listed as a reference, they're, they're people that are going to say nice things about the person. Yeah, nobody puts that person down as a reference. And then they get started and, and, and maybe they're not the person you wanted for your program. And so all too often there are programs that are hiring people that are nothing more than warm bodies. Warm bodies. And it is a it is a it is a mistake for children. It is a mistake for the program because if you want to uh, create a program where where good choices are made, like we talked about in a previous program, if you're not hiring people that are good at making good choices, if everything goes to pot. If you yourself are not making a ah, good good choice, choice in the hiring, or on the on on a, a different perspective of that, as a family childcare provider, if you are taking in families who don't get where you're coming from or don't agree with your philosophy and your bumping heads that way you know we don't I don't have any employees but I feel when I let families come into my program it's definitely kind of the same situation that you need to jive they need to have the same there needs to be a trust in you it has to be a fit you can't otherwise your life will be miserable if it's not I've said it before and my Tom Murphy always says you know someday that's going to bite you in the butt for saying it in public but I believe it with every ounce of my being which is that I would rather take the hit from a licensor walking in on the day that I might quote unquote be out of ratio, I would rather have no body than a warm body. And I was taught that actually a long time ago by a woman who was a mentor to me. 
um, she taught me, a, she gave me a couple sound bites that have stayed with me for a very, very long time. And that was one of them. And, and I believe it. And but, so, you know, I, I'm not sure what else to say about that other than, you know, I know you need somebody in the toddler room. And I'm really sorry that that chick quit for somebody down the street who's going to pay her 20 extra cents an hour. But that's also a reflection of a much, much bigger problem that our profession is facing. And so this connects to a couple themes that have have uh, have uh, raised their heads in, in previous episodes. The idea of being mindful and the idea of, of making thoughtful choices for for yourself and your program um so this i'm gonna hire a warm body and get the paperwork done as fast as i can and get them into a room and hopefully they'll be okay um Mm. attitude uh way of doing things doesn't work what what's the alternative how do we how do we what what is that intentionality we would like to see look like well if and everybody will say that they don't always have that time But if you did have the time or if you chose to make the time, a couple of things would happen in my world, in Lisa Murphy's world. You would have at least a two, possibly three-part interview process. Uh, First being, like kind of what Danita was saying before we regrouped here on the deck, was I'm interviewing you, you're interviewing me, it's a mutual, let's make sure there's a fit. I'm not even getting to the interview questions until we've kind of had this little bit of a dance. And then at some point, the team, the teaching team, and I'm, I'm talking from a center base perspective mm. clearly at this point but I want the people otherwise it's like an arranged marriage oh, yeah. and I'm throwing oh, yeah. teacher A the with teacher co-workers. B and you know how do I know if they're going to get along and I might think they might get along or you know whatever so I, I definitely well, would want people the team might... to be a part of that but then also as an administrator owner director whatever your 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 admin title might be you must have clear consistent expectations in a handbook that your staff can read. I would give out a copy of the handbook and be like, I love you. Thanks for being on time. You need to read this. If you have any issue with anything contained in this, then thank you for your time. But but I'm not going to interview you because this is, these are the standards that I'm going to hold you accountable to. These are the expectations I have for you of you as an employee here. So if anything here is going to be any kind of an issue or butting heads, thank you, but bye-bye. Mm-hmm. So... We and, and I, I'll often on the road say it's not the sexy part of an admin job, but it is crucial. And I've been writing a lot about it for my grad school because I'm in the admin track there. Is you, you, you have to, if it's only in your head what you want them to be doing, you're going to be chasing your tail the entire time that person is working for you. And you're going to keep saying, I keep telling her, and I keep telling her. But where is it written that she actually knows what those expectations are? So we have to have clear, consistent expectations and then be willing to hold people accountable to them. So because even like in your contract, even as family child care people, I used to give this advice all the time. If your contract says at six o'clock p.m., I close the door and lock it and you're going to owe me $20 for a late fee and you never lock the door and you never collect that cash. You, you, yeah, you're only, you gotta, if, if, it's in the, if you're not going to enforce it, you have to do, you have to do what you say you're going to do. What you say you're going to do. And you if you know you're policy. not, if you know yourself enough that you're like, that's just not my MO, then don't put it in. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally guilty of that. I have a late pickup fee and uh, I would never, I, I would never try it because no, unless somebody abused, if somebody, it was a continuous thing, then I would have a, I'm strong enough now to have a conversation with that person. But I, I just had a dad um, pick up about 10 minutes late and he pulled up. My, the, the child and I were out in the front yard sitting, drawing on the um, sidewalk. He pulls up, 
$10 bill in his hand, sticks it out the window. I'm like, no, I go, it is okay. And this is, this is a family who, uh, the wife just took on a huge, bigger responsibility at work. And so this dad has four kids and, you know, and well, and plus to me, very, it's very showing that he respects you. He yeah. respects your program yeah. and he respects the contract that he signed. Yeah. So although I might've felt a little awkward, I would yeah. have said, thank you. And yeah. I would have put it, yeah. and I probably would have used it to again, buy more chalk. I would. Well, you know yeah, what I'm yes, absolutely. But Lisa, I would have, yeah. and I would have even said that to him too. I would be great. Thank we you. need more chalk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or something, but yeah, I, I was, yeah, I was very pleased that he, I offered. think for women, it can be difficult because we are such givers. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have anywhere to be had I, well, actually had I needed to be to Landon's baseball game, this child would be with me at Landon's baseball game. And I would have texted him and said, you can pick her up at Harmadon Park <laughs> because they're, you know, very, very, very close family friends of ours. So completely different story than a lot of people um, work with every day. But yeah, she would have totally been with me at the baseball game by that point. But to circle back to the topic, I would say that through your hiring and interviewing of your prospective families, you made that choice to bring somebody on who, for the most part, kind of totally gets right. What you're absolutely, out there doing. you you have to feel that respect. You can you can sense it in that interview process when you are looking at new families. You know, do you, I you know if I sense hair on the back of a neck rise because no, you don't have free days. I have vacation days and I have paid holidays. But if I'm open, you pay whether your child is here or not, and you feel that stiffness in the air. It's like interview process basically over at that point because you need to respect yourself enough to have families who respect you. Well, it, it goes back to the whole idea of goodness of fit. Yep. If, mm-hmm. if, we did walk, if, did we do I think we've, tu- we've touched yeah. on it. I don't know if we did a whole episode, but if, if, if a child, if a family doesn't fit in your program, you're ethically responsible or re- re- responsible for helping them find a program um, that's do. going to fit. It's the same right. with staff. If you, you want to hire people that are going to fit into the, the family of your program, the culture of your program, and it, and, and it needs to be a, a multi-part process the way Lisa talked about. But the, other, the flip side of this is the best way to avoid having to hire people people is to create an environment where, where nobody people, leaves where nobody yes. leaves where your people want to be and I, I, I'm scared to death of, of a center there's been so many people who have asked me to please open a center and I'm I for that that fact right there just all the more the employees the more regulations the you know all these things for me in my life is not something I so I admire those those people that do go there and take on that extra risk, risk, challenge. and extra responsibility, and extra challenge, and run if good I was quality to do it over programs, again, I would do it to find people that have your same passion is hard to do. I would totally model it off that book. Who's that guy that we were talking about last night? Free to learn, Peter Gray. Oh, yeah. I need to read that one. That's on my long list. I'm writing Actually, a book on report list. on it on Are you? Sunday. Oh, good. I don't have to read it. <laughs> Correct. Read Yay. No, the ideal center for me, coming from a family child care background, would, and I don't even know if it's possible how, how, the whole fam- how the whole center thing works, but we would have small family child care environments within the center. So it would be multi-age group in each That's what room. the one thing I think 
I had the advantage of, although we only lasted three years, but it was just horrible timing. We picked a horrible time to open the center, but I took everything I loved about family childcare and everything I loved about centers and I merged it. And when you walked in, there was a living room and a piano and a couch. Awesome. And, and, and my mom made um, muffins and coffee every morning, so it smelled good. And there was still that reception area and you had to sign in and all that, but then you spoke off into then the mixed stage classrooms. And So you had mixed stage I did. Too. I as as I had as mixed as the state would allow. Now, my druthers would have been, you know, nine rooms of zero to five. Right. But the state allowed six weeks to 18 months together, 18 to 36. And really? Then three, there four, are five. regulations as far as what ages you could come oh, yeah. together? There are. And, 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 and I don't know nothing about but, that. So. But usually people will do this is the ones room, the twos room, the threes room, and we mm. didn't do that. Mm. So there were clusters of children who were together. Essentially, they only moved rooms three or four times during their entire you know, time that they were but there. still at three or four times. Well, but you had to, but you had to. I mean, I couldn't keep a four-year-old in the 18-month-old room legally. I see, um, yeah. But because I pushed it as yeah. far as it would go. So when our licensor first came in, nobody does it that way. So although it was perfectly legal, her eyes just weren't used to seeing it. But but I said that same thing, that if I had my way, I would have had nine rooms of zero to five. But if you do that, you have to hire then people who... Who get that? Right. You, you can't just say this is what we do here. It's the same with um, looping. It's the same with that continuity of care that you are with these kids until they're three for, mul- for multiple years. Yet, which is which is I mean that's that's the research oh, says that's what we need to be doing. It's totally the way you need to go. Oh, yeah. But you can't spring that on somebody a week after you hire them. Yeah, if they think that they're going to be the baby baby person, I'm in the baby room from yeah, now they until need to I learn how to manage babies with yeah. two, three, and four year olds. You need that's a you whole need to no, it's that they're growing up with them. So it's not that it's a well. Yes, that's I'm talking. about about two separate things. So yeah. yes, you have to have a mixed age disposition, but then you also have that continuity of care because there's other people who, when you hire them, they like to work with twos, 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 twos. So when you turn three, you move to the next room and I get the new batch of twos. Continuity of care, I'm with you the whole time. And so that'll that'll eventually be a whole episode. We'll have to do a, I think so. uh, a continuity of care episode, mm-hmm. a ratios episode, a, a, goodness, of, a goodness of fit episode I'm in the future. The and now now I, I want to get back to the uh, the whole idea of keeping good people around once you find them because the best way to you? avoid the best way to avoid the pain of hiring is not to have to do it. Um I, I think it goes back to a lot of what we talk about talked about in previous episodes uh it goes back to respect Mm -hmm. it goes back to allowing uh, trusting them it goes back to giving them choices and according to some of the writers in exchange magazine it's not based on pay so as much as we we know that the industry does need to be paid more people stick around for other i would think respect and trust would be if i were an employee in a center i would want my employee to trust that i'm making the right decisions for and allow me to make the right decisions for my current group that's in my room and to autonomy. respect me enough. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. To have autonomy of my space in this and no trust me enough to make the right choices for them. Do we, I mean, I, I, I it's, I don't know. I feel like that one, what was that Endangered Minds, that movie where she said at the last scene she was bought by Hershey bars and something like that or candy bars and something. But there is some evidence, and I say that word evidence loosely, it's it's more anecdotal, that, you know, scented soap in the bathroom and uh, a decent 20-minute break and the peripherals yeah. are often what will make people still happy to come to work yeah. every day. And, and what do you mean by peripherals? Per- peripherals, it, m- meaning... 
and I and I hate to like poo-poo them, but in a way, they're kind of silly. The you know, the fuzzy, touchy-feely the, the, things. The fact a lot that of times. there that there are you know magazines to read in the break room. The fact that there is a break room. You know, the fact that I can pee when I have to, and I'm not getting a bladder infection because I'm waiting till three o'clock. The fact that every now and again, my director taps me on the shoulder and says, "You know what? Numbers are down. Go ahead and clock yourself out and get out of here." And you know, but I'll still, you know, comp you the time or, you know, right. that or, kind or of stuff. Or they look you in the eye and say thank you and, and really mean, mean it. it. Not, as a human, not as a robot, right. which is something else we've talked mm -hmm. about yeah. is a big part of it. Um, a, a, a good book on, I, I think, about empowering staff, about keeping people around would be uh, Drive by Daniel Pink. Um, and in there, he, he looks at the way, at, at ways to, to what, at what motivates people, what keeps them happy at work, what makes them productive at work. And uh, we, we borrowed from Daniel uh, uh, three things we put in the, the Let Them Play book, which is the four T's, team, time, technique, and task. And, and, and in this book, he talks about these things and says that when we give employees control over these things, over the team they work with, over the task they undertake, over how they engage in that task, and over the technique they use to, hmm. to miss them. Uh, I and, need to read that. And it, it, it's very empowering for books. them. Yeah. And well, and this, the, the, the things that we want for the children in our program are the things really that Adult, we I mean, for it's all the same. Yeah, it really is. We and, and and it goes back to the fact that human beings don't want to be treated, for the most part, treated like robots. We right. want that autonomy that you mentioned and those kind of things. I, I would think I would want to be able to own the room that I was employed for, if I was employee at a center. And that brings up a, a and I don't know if it's a pet peeve or if it's a, just a, one of my personal things is that you still need that consistency of mindset in that. I would grant you the autonomy as a professional educator within your room. However, I also, as the owner slash director, would need to make sure that we were still on that same philosophical page. Well, yeah, but you would hopefully get that established before the hiring. Well, well, that's why point. I give you the handbook yeah. first and yeah. say this yeah. is what we do but then here. Past that point. Then this I'm going to trust, room, that, trust you. that you're working within this framework, but I'm not going to tell you how to do it. Right. I'll guide, I'll coach, I'll mentor, and as long I'll as redirect. you can prove, if I got a question, but you can back it with, look, this is what I observed, my little's doing, and it's fabulous. Oh my gosh, I would just love that sure. to have a talent pool that could oh, confidently yeah. articulate the oh, intention yeah. behind it? their choices. So, <gasps> so yeah. you you had your pro program in Rochester. You have any hiring horror stories? Um, that you went through any any interviews of people that just eh, were you, you did know, you have any that you were like are you freaking kidding when me? they misspelled like misspelled their own name on the application any of that yeah kind of you know stuff? what I'm gonna own a little bit of that I well first I need to clarify for the listeners that I was not the boss of my school um, until kind of towards the end for some other reasons that I How won't long? choose when, to, when was this um, Lisa elaborate on right now um. Uh, 2007, 8, and 9. So for three years, the school okay. was open. It was right when the crash happened, and it was on the anyway side of town where, and everybody lost their job. It was it was very okay. it was sad. Okay. Okay. Um, Forty parents like lost their jobs, and if there's no butts in the seats, the shan the show can't go on. And right. we'll talk about that another time if we need to. Oh, it's a squirrel. Is that a squirrel? Yeah, I've been watching him. I don't know if he fell or what he did. So. The point is, is that, that I was not the director of the school. I never was the director. I was a teacher within the, sco the school and had another director. Towards the end, for other reasons, I became the person who started doing some of the hiring. And I don't know if they were horror stories per se, but if you show up in front of me with a master's degree in marine biology, 
you need to be able to clearly and confidently articulate to me why now you think you want to be a toddler teacher. Because I'm open to the fact that you don't need a degree in ECE to do this well, but if you can't articulate your story, that to me tells me, and this is, might be overgeneralizing, that you are in the, oh, everybody can work with kids mindset. So was it a horror story? Not really. We, we hired one person who it took us a while to find out where she fit. But we were willing to take the time to figure out where she fit. And that was from that Good to Great book, you know, that, and, and, and if you, I think I've mentioned it on the pod before, Good to Great is a fantastic book. And it talks about your employees just as a rule or people if you're on the right bus. Are you on the right bus? Are you, sometimes you're on the wrong bus, but sometimes you're on the wrong seat, but on the right bus. So we worked to figure out what seat she needed to be in. And that was, we took the time to do that. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know how many people are listening to this, but I we fired a lot of people. I did not. I wanted the word to be set in the community that we were serious about what we believed in. And so, if you put on, if you did good interview, but you didn't hold Do yourself accountable, mm-hmm. I, I let you go. And we had a horrible. I'll admit it. It was a horrible turnover rate when you just look at the numbers. But what ended up happening because I was willing to let go the people that didn't really fit. We had a great team, which is what made closing it so sad. It took three years. But at the end, at that three years when we were faced with unfortunately having to close, I had 18 staff members that I knew would throw themselves under a train for that program and the children within it. Wow. That's... And so that that's why, although how, how heartbreaking it was, my staff mopped the school the night before our last day. I mean, just to kind of put a shout out to them. And they all infiltrated all the other schools in our area. So uh, on some sense, it's like, huh, we had this nice, amazing vacuum created. You said your progeny. But, yeah. but they went out there. Yeah, and they, think of that. They oh, caused. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I've thought about that numerous times. It's like, yes, it was sad that we had to go through this. However, we probably potentially made more change in the community by yeah. sending these people out but into made a ripple. other. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Into other programs. So that. I don't know where we were. Well, going I think that. I think the the turnover thing is is a real thing. Sometimes, I mean, you look at the numbers and and sometimes that. But I, I mean, wasn't willing to tolerate the yeah, dead weight. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. You, you gotta you gotta get rid of the dead wood. But from a but from a numbers point of view, I mean, if you were just that that numbers person, you'd be like, oh my god, your turnover yeah. rate is horrific. But then yes, once you and, had that, yes, and yeah. <laughs> but had yeah. you yeah. been <laughs> financially able to continue, you probably would have had that staff at eighteen then for. Oh, I would have had them forever, yeah. for, forever, They'd still be yeah. there. And and so getting there, but but there are there are programs and and we've all talked to these people where they have a 150 percent turnover rate a year and it's been going on for years and years and years and then think of the relationships with those poor children the Oh, yeah, and that's there's, what breaks my heart. It, yeah, because there's so much study. Oh, we know oh, how, how negative studies. that is. There, there yeah. are there are a lot of programs out there that are just systematically broken, and and if you're if you're a good, intuitive, mindful uh, caregiver, the last thing you want is to get hired into one of those programs because uh, it just it'll it'll pull you down and suck your soul out. And the other part of this is that, that the importance of cutting that dead wood, getting rid of those people that don't fit, is that helps the others stay around. Because I, I've talked to so many in, I think it was in the St. Louis area, I was talking to somebody. They hired a, they hired a warm body uh, for, their, for their two-year-old room, I believe it was. The worst um, room ever to hire a warm body for. 
had a had a habit of falling asleep. Oh, good lord! Oh, that's a bad. That's a. That's that's a bad habit when yeah. you're working in this I mean, job. If you're if you're at home and it's the the end of the night, falling asleep is probably something that is appropriate. But if you're at work and it's nine thirty in the oh morning and you've got a room full of two year olds you're responsible for, no, falling asleep no, isn't no, a good no, idea. No, no. Director wouldn't hi- wouldn't fire. Why not? Why? Well, I'm glad you asked. The director wouldn't fire because. Uh, uh, they, she, she knew this was a, this was a bad situation, but the person they replaced them with could be worse. And that, for reals, that was the justification? Yeah, yeah. That she was, was the she best? Looking, this she is, was the strongest this is, of the talent this is, pool? This is, this is a bad situation, but I know this bad. The replacement could be worse, and I don't know what that looks like, and so I'll, I'll live with this. We, we stay For with, what it's worth, for the listeners, my mouth is, like, hanging open. Absolutely. We, I am speechless. And, and, I mean, I've heard similar stories other places, because, I mean, I, I, the whole burnout, that kind of thing, I, I hear a lot of those stories from people, and, and when, when a staff is dysfunctional, it just, it just infects. It's like a bad marriage. It just infects everybody else involved. And it can be a, it can just be a, a real tough situation to deal with. I, I did work in a center when I way, 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 way back, right after Leroy and I got married. But I was removed because I ran a before and after school program. So I was the director of it. Um, removed as in away from, a ray, or in a separate you were building. taken out. Taken yeah, like, out. Does that piece? No, I wasn't I was fired. Yeah, no, 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 no. I was <laughs> removed. I can't. It was an interesting. Actually, it was my first taste of the childcare world. Um, was a school age program. School age program, and it was the center. It was in uh, an adult daycare program, so. They thought children being in this program. So it was for a, a program we where that, there was that Alzheimer's. Multi-generational. Multi, yep. yep, it was called Generations Together was the name of it. Um, and then I had one staff who I am, this is so judgmental, and my apologies to anybody oh, no, with be piercings. Judgmental. I like that. My apologies to anybody with piercings because um, this gal Dude, was, I was going at lunch to get my nose done. Go ahead, because this gal was the most fabulous employee ever i so rocked the internet <laughs> i so did good on my one time in my life where i hired a staff um and kaylee was her name and she was a college student and she was so dedicated to our program um i was pregnant at the time so a lot of morning sickness i mean there was a lot of six o'clock in the morning phone calls going kaylee i'm ralphing are you what time's your first class and she's like i'm there I'm gone. I'm out the door, Danita. And she would go get that. We had one child that came at 630, and she would, anyway. But she had, I later realized she had her tongue pierced. And sadly, I would not have hired her had I seen that during the interview. But So it was a big lesson for me. This was, God, 17 years ago. Okay, so Um, make a note. I have have an article. We'll link it up to it about tattoos and piercings. Did you not judge, really, because she was absolutely amazing. But... Um, during the day while my kids were at school, I filled in in several centers um, of this entity. Well, how do I say it? Of this corporation, of this sponsoring organization. agency, organization. organization. And what I saw was shocking to the point that it led me to family child care. Because oh, the only program I could have afforded for what they paid me would have been to take my baby to one of these places. Um, and there was no way in hell I was going to take my baby there. Well, and you know what? That's an interesting... I don't know what our time and is here. That's and I, it, good. But, and I'll write it down if it is actually another episode. But I always get a little nervous when I meet people at a center who are not willing to bring their children to the place that they work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I left uh, That's got to be an episode. 
an episode or a mm-hmm. shot. I'm not yeah. sure, but it's definitely and theoretically a or or. I would have taken my baby to the one that was in a high school because they had a program in a high school, but I didn't, of course, qualify for that one. That staff was amazing. But the other ones, they were there for... My biggest thing was they would step outside of the infant room and smoke and then step back in and snuggle Oh, I had a rule about that. You had to change your shirt. Yeah. And Ooh, I, I is just smoking an episode? And, I, I, and they, they were not pleasant. I mean, it was just not. And yeah. So that, so I forget that I do have that. You have any, let's flip the tables. We talked about us interviewing people. You ever have any, any memorable interviews when you were applying for a job or anything? Can I be very honest with you? I prefer. I have not worked for anybody in probably 25 years. And that's just a dandy thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Tom Murphy says if I ever had to go back and work for somebody, it Probably yeah. wouldn't be successful. My <laughs> sister, my sister tells me the same thing. She's I, like, Danita, you could never, okay. ever. I could, and I, I said, Danelle, we all have choices in our lives. I, like I choose to, say, to be the boss. Tom Murphy used to say, or he tells me that I, I would say it that like, God forbid, you know, if I had to go flip burgers at McDonald's, I would do it to put bread on the table. But you know what? For what it's worth, I probably wouldn't. I, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't. I, I, I couldn't go back to that either. I, I was 16 I years couldn't. as a center director. I quit. Next day, Tasha quit. We said, crap, what are we going to do now? That's how we got to family child care. A while after that, a, a part-time position opened up for a, a resource and referral agency here in town doing some, it was kind of outreach stuff with caregivers and stuff that I thought would be kind of fun. And, and I knew the agency and I knew the director and everything. And so I, I, I went in and interviewed. And so I can't remember what exactly the question was. What, I mean... I think it was what what is it was kind of one of those what's wrong with you why what what makes you not as perfect as we think you are kind of one of those kind of questions I drink and I said <laughs> I hadn't started that family child care drove me to drinking but so I hadn't started drinking yet but um I'm bumping the mic and I apologize um and so my response was well I, I I'll probably be a pain in the ass. And Fair that's enough. what I said. I said, you know, call. Here's here's my reference. Here's the guy I worked with for for 16 years, and he's going to tell you that that I followed through on everything I said I was going to do, and and that I brought in money, and I did the job well, and 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 I was productive, and all that kind of stuff. But that if there was something I didn't think was right, I was going to make a stink about it, and and I was going to voice my opinion about everything, and and I didn't I didn't get that job, and that that's exactly why. But that was kind of me interviewing them too, because I wouldn't want to work for a place that wanted anything other than me to be a pain in the ass sometimes. I have a very good colleague that um, that I've mentioned before in, in other things, but he asked me to write a, an, a job, like, reference letter for him. And I pretty much said that, is that he will do anything that needs to be done. If, however, though, he senses any sense of inconsistency or not DAP-ness, he is going to call you to the carpet on it. So, And it doesn't mean he's looking for a fight, but he's going to call you on it. Yeah. So if you're not willing to have somebody who's going to hold you accountable, uh-huh. he is not who you want to hire. But if you're ready for that... He's going to be with you and as loyal as the day is long. Yeah, and I think I think if I was hiring somebody right now, that's that's who that's I would who look I would for. want. Yeah, we I, I I would prefer somebody to to challenge me and and to hold me to to what I say are are my beliefs and make and 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 keep hold my feet to the fire. And, I agree. And I, and Not I think, everybody's ready for that. Yeah, though. and I mean, and 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 so the opposite of that, I think, is the uh, the uh, hey, I passed the background check person. Ugh. 
Oh God, I would hope that at least there's a middle there's, ground. Hopefully there's a middle ground in there someplace. So, but, but I'm thinking about, well, I'll tell one hiring story and then I don't know if we need to wrap it up, but uh, this was a very, very long time ago. I was still working for other people and I went on an interview. I had started doing workshops, didn't have the notoriety or anything like that, but you know, in the community people knew I was starting to do workshops. And during the interview, they you know, asked me what I would be doing in the classroom and I told them and they're like, oh, okay. And, and I'm like, but you guys, this is, this is what I do. And I actually was let go. I mean, I was, we thought you were joking about being PC, about being, when did you say removed? But I really was asked to let go. Lisa Murphy was fired. I was. And you know why? And and I'm... Because you had us... I'm almost directly quoting what they said. We didn't think you really had it in you. (gasps) It was as though, like, I was going to somehow be DAP and child-centered for, like, four weeks... And then all of a sudden, I would not be that. You'd become the laminating and, lady? And I had said to them in the interview, you know, this is what, I, I'm, I'm laying it out. So it is an element of us both interviewing each other. If this is going to be a problem, I'm not, I'm not looking to cause trouble. I'm not looking to upset the apple cart. But this is how I am. And they told me that they didn't think that, like, I had the longevity of being like that. And so I gathered my crap and left and the sad kind of part is that as I left there were no blocks in that room and there Mm. was no more easel in the room so that was an interesting hiring experience so you know you you need to what deliver what did the promise and the deliver what is that don't over promise and under deliver you're better to under promise and over deliver and so have you brought that place your books and no I don't need to Although people have asked if Laminated Lady has ever come, has she ever come to a workshop? And I'm like, well, I think she thinks she has like permanent tinnitus that her ears are always burning. Her 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 clones have, if she hasn't, and and so hiring. I think the takeaway we want people to walk away from this episode is is that we want you like everything else, be intentional, and 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 know what you want and articulate that to who you're interviewing. And and that 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 if it's not a fit, wait. And that, that goes with, with hiring, hiring and, and, and everything else that you do. Getting families for your program, too. This has been another episode of the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast. We're glad you listened. Hope to, uh, hope to have a chance to talk at you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Later. I got some good questions on here. Who's... who's- been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.